Climate change is real and is happening as we speak. These changes can impose serious threats to human health and is causing more frequent and intense extreme weather events across the world. Global temperatures have risen by about one degree C and this figure is set to increase even more. At Veolia, our ambition is to achieve ecological transformation. If you want to learn more about how your business can play its part, join our panel of experts in our LinkedIn Live series. Ask the expert. Follow us and look out for the notification when we have gone live to discover our innovative solutions and how we can all turn the tide on climate change. Good morning. Welcome everyone to this, the second episode of season two in Ask the Expert. It's where we come live to you through LinkedIn and you get to hear from the experts in Veolia who can help you deliver the ecological transformation you need in your business to be successful. Today, we're going to be talking about PSDS, the Public Sector Decarbonisation Scheme. PSDS is something significant. It's something that's really important. And it's an amount of funding that's available to support public buildings to decarbonise through three phases of grants. Well over £1 billion has already been awarded by this scheme. And the next window for funding application is due to open in autumn this year. So it's a timely moment for you to become engaged, informed, and to ask an expert how they can help. And the expert we've got with me today is the first of, well, she's the first in amongst many because she's going to be our first two-time person on Ask the Expert. It's Heather Foster, who is the sector lead for healthcare, education and the public sector here at Veolia. Heather, introduce yourself, please. Morning, Martin, and morning, everybody else watching. So as I said, I'm the sector lead for healthcare, education and public sector. Um, I've been working in the industry for about the last 17 years, I think, on uh, energy projects, decarbonisation projects. Um, so... I, uh, I finished a mechanical engineering degree and did a graduate job and then a couple of things before getting into the energy industry. So I've been supporting the NHS and public sector for, for most of that time. Fabulous. So if anybody knows the answers to the questions that I've got, it's you, isn't it, Heather? So let's Hopefully. get into it. Let's ask the question. Okay. Um, PSDS. OK, easy to say, but what does it entail? And what can the funding be used for? Okay, so so as you said, it's the public sector decarbonisation scheme and it's to fund capital works. So um, some people may have heard of the Low Carbon Skills Fund, which is more about funding um, decarbonisation plans or designs, whereas PSDS is around funding capital works to help with heat decarbonisation and energy efficiency measures in public sector buildings. Okay, so I get that. So what sort of things are we talking about? Well, you know, what, what are we funding that I could go and touch and feel and play with? So initially you're looking at um, the age of some of your, your assets in, in the organisation. So part of the criteria is um, that you must have fossil fueled heating system at the moment. 
So the big thing is trying to, you know, reduce the reliance on fossil fuels. Um, so if you've got some fossil fuel heating at the moment and it's coming to the end of its life, which is another part of the criteria, then you can have a look at replacing that with something that's going to help you reduce your carbon emissions. So that could be heat pumps. So it could be air source heat pumps, water source heat pumps, ground source heat pumps. Um, it could be solar thermal, um, geothermal, and and they then reduce your reliance on the fossil fuels. Okay, so that's reducing the reliance on the fossil fuels and, and things like that. But I know there's some of the projects we're doing where I learned a great word when, when we started to do it. Um, one again, I think I, I sent it back the first time I saw it on some copy and said that fabrications isn't a word. But what are we talking about here? So, you know, quite a few of the great projects that we have here at Veolia are, are engaged with the fabrication improvements. What, what sort of thing is, is, is that talking about, Heather? Yeah. So the, the idea of the scheme really is what, what they call a whole building approach. So you're looking at reducing your energy demand, energy demand to begin with. So things like you say fabric upgrades, um, insulation. So so reduce the demand, then look at what's generating your energy and where you can do energy efficiency measures. So as you say, we've worked with a number of organisations where we've put um, in some fabric upgrades. So they're cladding on their building to make that more efficient keep keep the heat in and then look to maybe they've got old steam boilers they've got a steam distribution system can we put in a heat pump and some low temperature hot water distribution to provide the heating and maybe we'll look at the building controls and some solar to to help them with their electricity great so so to summarize where we've got to so far if you were interested in trying to apply for some PSDS funding, you'd need to have a building that you obviously you can't have <laughs> PSDS funding without a building. Yeah. And I guess you have to own or lease that building over a long yes. term. Yeah. 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 It can't just be you, you've moved into it and you're going to be moving out and it needs to have a current fossil fuel heating system. Is that, would that be right? Yeah. And that um, heating system should be coming. Well, it's, Part of the criteria, it needs to be coming towards the end of its life. And yeah. um, there's an expectation that the organisation have, have got some budget set aside that they would be need, needing to spend to replace that um, existing equipment. And so that's part of the contribution that they would make to the scheme. So, um, as you said earlier, the scheme has been in place for, for, for a couple of years now and the criteria has um, tweaked and changed each time. Um, but in the last round, which was the PSDS um, 3B, the organisations needed to make a contribution of at least 12%. So that the idea of that is that it's the like-for-like -like replacement costs of the, that fossil fuel equipment that you're going to be taking out. So there's a, a sort of an assumption there that you've got that money because you were going to replace it anyway. So you, you contribute that to your scheme. Excellent. So the, the, it's... It sounds relatively simple, but it also sounds logical. We can't be just tearing out pieces of equipment that are not approaching their end of their life. You know, we have to balance the economics, balance that with the needs of society and balance that with not wasting resource. So 
I'm interested, though, how would an organisation go about applying for the funding? Okay, so um, the as you mentioned earlier, the funding window is is open in autumn this year. Um, from our experience of supporting organisations in the public sector over the last couple of years, it's a very competitive process. Um, something they introduced with 3B was was a soft cap. So there was three different um, pots of money, if you like. So one pot was for the healthcare sector one pot for education, so universities, colleges, schools, and then another pot which was considered other. So maybe you've got a local government building or Ministry of Defence um, site, something like that. Um, so they're the different pots available. At, as I say, in the last round, we're not sure how that's going to look in, in the next round, but um, the application window comes open um uh, I think it was two o'clock last time and people were, you know, it's a bit like getting tickets for a gig or football or something like that. You you, you want to be there at two o'clock and ready to submit your, uh, your application because it is very competitive. And we know of people that submitted um, applications even a few hours after the, uh, the sort of application portal opened and they were too late with their submission. Wow. Wow. So so it, it is something that, you know, if you don't know what you're doing or perhaps you want to reduce the risk and improve your chances, um, a company like Veolia, a fine person like you could help them out. Um, yes. So, you know, where do we come in and, and how are we helping organisations to to get to and utilise this funding that's available? So a, a few different ways. So we are supporting some organisations with low carbon skills fund um, work that I mentioned earlier. So um, helping with those initial decarbonisation plans and um, maybe some detailed design of schemes that can apply for PSDS. But also um, asset surveys. So understanding the condition of the equipment that you've got, we can we can help out with that. And then putting a project together. So, you know, I said it's very competitive. What One of the reasons we're doing this um, live today is because we want people to, to start to think about their projects and, and to get ready over the next couple of months um, to put a project together, look at the feasibility, what's the technology that they could use, um, who can install it for them, what's the programme. Um, again, one of the things that's asked as part of the application is is are you going to be able to deliver this this scheme to to the timescales? So there is a funding um, sort of window, and you need to spend that money within either a twelve month period or a two year period, depending on what type of scheme you've applied for. So there's a an expectation that you can provide a program that gives you a a, a list of of when the work's going to take place, um, and we can help with with all of that. Um, as I say, we've done that for a number of organisations already, so we're uh, we're experienced at, at knowing what's what's required. Wow, I think you, you've just earned your two-time Ask the Expert crown there. Um, <laughs> you really are a decarbonisation expert, Heather, and, and somebody I'm sure people will want to speak to if they're going to be trying to apply for this funding. Um, can the funding be utilised to, to benefit something else though is it is it just limited to replacing boilers you know or is it a little bit more 
is there a, a sense in there that there's more to this? You know, things like biodiversity. Can the funding be used elsewhere, I guess? Yeah, there's, there's sort of four um, measures, if you like, that, that the funding can be used for. So the first one is, like you say, to replace that low carb, to replace the heating system with, with low carbon heating. Um, so that's got a direct impact on your carbon emissions as an organisation. Um, then the other element that we talked about was um, direct savings from things like fabric, insulation, that kind of thing. Um, so that's your sort of second measure um, or area that, that you can use the funding for. Um, third area is what they call like the indirect carbon savings. So usually it's it's electrical savings. So um, things like solar, as I mentioned, we've done some some solar schemes, rooftop solar and solar carports, um, LED replacement. So um, been quite popular because because there's the the sort of electrical savings as well as the the energy savings, um, and then ventilation upgrades, so more energy efficient ventilation. Um, so all the sort of the LED um ventilation that kind of thing all helps sort of contribute to to user experience um maybe in in hospitals it helps patients you know there's there's lighting solutions out there that can can dim the lighting at night so they're they're not blinded you know in hospital beds and then um solutions for students in education that improve concentration that kind of thing um so that the money can be used for those things because um, it's an indirect carbon saving. Um, and then the fourth area is sort of enabling measures and in, indirect saving. Um, and of course, the organisation can use some of their contribution to, as you say, to do things like biodiversity projects. Um, and as part of the schemes we look at, we look at things like um, planting in around boiler houses that were maybe upgrading or um the different things we can do with rooftops and that kind of thing. Fabulous. It really does fit into that sweet spot of Veolia-style work where we're, we're treating everything as a, an intangible whole and that everything is connected, so society, environment, economics. Really great to hear from you. Heather, I'm, I'm going to ask you one final question. Okay. Um, again... People at Veolia tend to be people who um, have some interesting ideas, um, not just at work, but in their own lives. So what's your sustainability hack? Um, I suppose a couple of things, really. Um, I try and walk a lot a lot more. So I set myself a little challenge using uh, the app, the Strava app. So I walk my daughter to school, getting, you know, getting the uh, the miles, the kilometres, the steps, however people record it, but that stops me using the car or, you know, driving to uh, to take her to school or, or walk to the shops and things. So, yeah, I try and, I try and walk more. Um, I do have an electric vehicle if, if I do need to drive somewhere and um, also things like composting. We, uh, you know, composting food and, and that kind of thing. We've got a compost heap in the garden. So, um, yeah, try and do that as well. Excellent. Uh, really are walking the walk and, and other step counting apps are available before yes. um, we get contacted. <laughs> 
Um, that's great. Thank you for your time, Heather. That's been really helpful and useful to me. And I'm sure plenty of the people in our audience today and plenty of people who will watch this back in future days and weeks will take an awful lot from this. Anything that we've got that is useful, we will link into the comments section. And Veolia is here to answer your questions. As Heather said, you know, we're encouraging people who are going to be eligible to take action now, to start planning to see where your um, opportunity to apply for PSDS funding could come from. Our next episode is going to feature another of Veolia's decarbonisation experts, David Bevan. We're going to be talking about whether businesses are currently doing enough to decarbonise. So please tune in on Tuesday, the 6th of June at 2 p.m. Don't forget you can listen back to all of our previous episodes of Ask the Expert at veolia.co.uk forward slash podcast hyphen hub. It's been great to speak to you, Heather. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.